What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them and what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is On with Mario Lopez. What's up, around Mario Lopez. Joining me now on Zoom, four-time Grammy-nominated artist, Mr. Josh Groban. Welcome to the show, Josh. How you doing, man? Good to see you. I'm well. Thank you. Nice to see you too, buddy. I'm always interested... Um, where people are zooming from cool piece of art you got behind you are you are you uh, speaking to us from your home uh, i am yes i'm in new york city uh, uh speaking of art you've got is that a, is that a mini you back there who is that that is a mario piñata if you feel frustrated yeah, anytime you're in the studio feel free to beat on him oh no 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 i, I wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to change i wouldn't want to scuff him he's perfect <laughs> along with my I like his little belt the dog bed <laughs> the little oh belt. yeah so funny so funny we've all gotten to yeah, we've all gotten to know so much about people from their Zoom backgrounds. Right? Right. I feel like uh, here we are two and a half years later and we're still still doing it. You're exactly right. Um, you got a new podcast on Audible. Congratulations. The Miranda Obsession. So what's it about? Well, I was asked by my friend Rachel Brosnahan, wonderful Rachel Brosnahan. Mm. She produced and and stars in this um, this podcast series, uh, this one-off podcast series. It's a dramatic reading of um of what what they thought these phone calls could have sounded like uh, this woman miranda in the 70s and 80s she kind of conned a lot of guys into falling in love with her wanting to talk to her every day very powerful very rich guys this was before the internet before catfishing started she would cold call people and just start talking to them and say she knew people and then like got them just got them interested and she began these long friendships and love affairs with people without ever meeting them until they all finally realized she wasn't real. And one of those people was Billy Joel and I'm playing the part of Billy Joel on the podcast. So oh, that's awesome. while, the, while the story is true. So it was OG, OG catfishing, right? Recorded. So it's essentially catfishing. Yeah. It was catfishing before the internet, before they right. were catfishing. So she had to, she was that charming. She was that witty. These guys love talking to her and nobody pressed charges. She didn't commit any crimes. She just lied. And, <laughs> Um, and so Billy Joel's talked about it, didn't, did an interview about it in Vanity Fair. And most of the guys I think were kind of brokenhearted, but moved on with their lives. And, 
And the, this podcast is basically kind of what those calls might have sounded like. Love me some Billy Joel, as I'm sure you're a, a huge fan. You're, you're an He's L.A. You're an L.A. guy, right? I am born and raised in L.A., moved yeah. to New York uh, probably about 15 years ago, but I'm back and forth all the time. How's the Long Island accent? <laughs> Long Island. Um, <laughs> not bad. You know, we um, whenever you're doing the voice, the speaking voice of somebody that you've idolized growing up, I've sung his songs, I've met him. I mean, right. like, you just you don't want to cartoon it too much. So right. being an L.A. kid. But that's how he sounds. <laughs> I didn't want to do the New York voice too much, you know, so right. I kind of did it like kind of lightly. I went I went mid mid ground because I knew he'd hear it and I didn't want him to be like, I don't sound like that. So, uh, you know, it was it was it was fun, though. And, and because it was dramatized, we were able to take a few liberties. Oh, that sounds so cool. What a fun project. You mentioned um, one of your co-stars, Rachel uh, Brosnahan. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't know she was a singer because she joined you recently at Radio City Music Hall, right? <clears throat> she she did. And I. I swear, I'm sure there's a singing voice in there because we're both theater kids. She's done musical theater. When she came on stage with me at Radio City, we were showing uh, pictures of our childhood, you know, roles in high school and things like that. So I know, I know it's in there. She said, "Look, I will sing if you want me to sing, but I'm not sure that's something <laughs> that we should do." So, um, you know, the the cool thing about the Radio City shows was it was very varietal. So there was an inter- interview segment each time, uh, each each night, and so. Uh, the first night uh, interviewed and sang with Freestyle Love Supreme, the improv rap group. And then next night uh, interviewed uh, Henrik Lundqvist, the NHL superstar. And then third night talked to Rachel. Um, and then there were songs in between, but it was a little bit of everything. But no, we did not sing. We just, we just oh, okay. chatted and embarrassed each other with childhood photos. Got it. Got it. Okay. Didn't know about that. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking <laughs> of singing, you're back on the road this summer, the Harmony Tour. Yeah. I got to imagine uh, after two years of not being able to, it must be the best feeling in the world, right? It's um, it, it's it's indescribable. I mean, there's, there's a reason why it can't be duplicated. I mean, we have people, you know, stream songs, they steal songs, they put clip concert clips on YouTube. Nothing matches being in the space. We even did live streams during the pandemic. We did concerts for all around the world and we had, you know, 90 countries tuning in. But it's just you don't get the same mm-hmm. energy. And so, you know, I released an album in the right in the middle of the pandemic doing promo from my bedroom. And we never got to do a tour for that album. So we're, we're going out there with Preservation Hall Jazz Band. It's going to open. They're going to be incredible. Um, and it's all outdoor venues, beautiful venues under the oh, stars. Fun. Um, places like Greek Theater and Jones Beach and Red Rocks. And nice. so we're, uh, we're going to have a blast. You know, I'm just, I'm just so excited to get out there and jam with my band and sing my face off for the people again. Going to have to check out the, the, the Greek. That's going to be a fun show. Speaking of your band, how, yeah. how, how big is it? How many musicians do you bring with you? And, and what... What do you, how do you make your go about making your set list? Yeah, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a band. Most of the musicians that I've had, I have in my band, I've worked with for almost my entire career. My music director, Tarek, who's on guitar. He's been with me for like 18, 19 years. Um, so it's a lot of guys that I've known forever and we played with forever. Um, there's about six people in my core band that we travel around with. And then every venue, we are able to use choir members and orchestra members that are local to that venue. And they get all the music beforehand and they rehearse it. So, there's always a local element and there's always kind of a freshness to performing with new musicians every single night. And um, so when everybody's all on stage, there's usually about 50 people out there. Um, so it's a big, it's a big group of musicians, very eclectic group of songs, obviously stuff from the, the new album, but then stuff from, from the whole career. And we, we choose the set list by kind of starting with one, we throw spaghetti against the wall and say, all right, let's start with this. And then as you sing through it, you're like, ah, that's, that's too many sad songs. Or that's, yeah, I think we right. need a little rhythm here. We, uh, I think I need a vocal break. I'm going to play the drums on this one. You know, 
whatever it is. And, and it just starts to find its way. But then as the shows go on, you change it up each night. That's the beauty of live performance. Who's your favorite artist to cover when you do cover songs? Though? My favorite artist to cover. Um, I always love when I hear other artists do their rendition of certain songs. Sometimes they sound better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, well, Billy, I mean, speaking of Billy Joel, um, I, I recorded um, She's Always a Woman um, because I was asked to sing that as a tribute to him when he was honored at the Gershwin Prize in, in D.C. And I sang it that night and then I kept doing it every night. And then when I played the Garden in New York, I had this little, had a little stage in the middle of the garden and I started playing that song. And it did, didn't even occur to me in the middle of singing it, but I looked up and saw the Billy Joel jersey hanging from his like 150 shows or whatever he did. Yeah. And I had to stop and just like give a little <laughs> teary eyed speech before singing it. His songs are always incredible to sing. Um, you know, but I, I always love singing the classics. I love singing the songs that were sung by artists that I grew up listening to Mel Torme and Sinatra and Judy Garland. And, you know, there's, there's just so many, so many timeless melodies that are such a gift to singers. Oh, absolutely. Um, want to talk about your foundation real quick. Uh, you had some oh, big thanks. fundraising concert. Uh, this week. Congratulations. What, ty- what type of uh, work does the foundation do, Josh? Yeah. Th- uh, thanks so much for bringing that up, Mario. Um, yeah, we did a We did a fundraiser two nights ago. It's, uh, it's called the Find Your Light Foundation. And um, I am a product of a great public arts education. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the teachers that pulled me out of my shell and gave me those opportunities. To I too, my public arts kid. Find <laughs> our light. I mean, truly, so many of us that are in the entertainment industry can relate to that, but also so many people that are in all facets of, of life and all businesses, um, oftentimes will pull me aside and say, you know, look, I'm a lawyer now, or I, I, I'm a doctor, or I do this or that. And I say, but it's, it was that theater teacher, it was that choir teacher that, that made me feel comfortable with myself, helped me see the world, helped me see myself in a bigger, broader picture. So our foundation is a grant giver. We give grants to programs, especially in inner cities and underprivileged um, areas that need those programs desperately that are falling through the cracks, they'll reach out and they'll say, we need money to keep these programs afloat. We need instruments. We need paintbrushes. We need to build a stage for a play and find your light. Our, our duty and one we were so honored to have is to make sure that we give those grants to as many places as they as need them so that as many kids in those neighborhoods are able to continue having that point of light, that place, because a lot of them are on the fence and having those programs in schools um, you know, go turns them from being, you know, having problem areas to all of a sudden being in the front of the class, raising their hand. They just needed that expression. So um, we're really proud of the work we're doing. Good for you. Good for you. And you're, you're exactly you. right. So important. I was one of those kids. So it's awesome that you're uh, creating these opportunities. Yeah. Congrats on everything. And I want to make sure people Thank listen so to the Miranda obsession, which is on audible. Josh, thanks for checking in, man. Look forward to seeing you in I person really at the Greek. It. And they can go to uh, joshbroven.com <laughs> to get tickets as well. And um, always, always great talking to you, Mario. Thank you so much for having me on. You got it, buddy. Take care. On with Mario Lopez. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? 
How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.